0: To the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast, a place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. Yes, I want to feel alive.
1: Breathe. Make some
0: moves. Protect the throne.
1: This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast.
0: Okay, Ron. Welcome to Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Joining me is Jeff Perini, Jeff the Shark Perini.
1: Yes, Jeff the Shark Perini. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Helen, for having me on. It's a pleasure. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Okay, first of all, just a little backstory because I got to put it out there. We did a podcast already, but we had to re-record it. Well, I had to re-record it because my audio on my end was just so distorted, and I just couldn't put out bad quality out there. Um, I did have a friend try to fix it for me, but it just wasn't at the standard that I wanted. So, thank you so so much for coming on and hanging out with me again.
1: <laughs> ah, it's my pleasure. I would do it every day of the week. I wish we were neighbors. We could just sit at the same table every day and, and chat it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Jeff, tell us a little bit about you.
1: Okay. So uh, my program is called the Yo Show, uh, Y-O Show, which is kind of a Philly term. We're based uh, right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're a variety of talk show covering mostly entertainment uh we air wednesday nights 8 p.m eastern time on facebook live at the stoop radio network youtube live at theo show also on twitch and then we also share it to blog talk radio we've got a great following we have uh, a new guest on every week from all different walks of entertainment music or acting authors and it's really laid back fun helen it's it's live which a lot of people will say is daring but we love it. Mm-hmm. We love doing it. Uh, it's myself, my partner Jewel Tavy, who I of course call my sister from another mister. We become like family. In a few years, we've been doing it. We're about 150 episodes deep, and um, it gives me a great thrill because a great thrill to reach out to people and meet great people along the line, like yourself. Like this is just a thrill for me to take time during the day and have have time to talk to. You.
0: Yeah, and what's really cool about uh Jeff and, and Jewel is I was on their podcast too and it, you guys did it live. Uh it was a lot of fun. Um usually it's I always find for me myself with my busy schedule I'm actually considering a co-host. And I see how much fun everybody's having with their co-host and I'm like, "Man, I really I you, I started out with a co-host, but then, you know, kind of dwindled down because I'm all over the place and they've got a busy schedule. So how do you and Jewel kind of keep that connection going to keep the, you know, the podcast going with you both staying in line with each other?
1: That's a terrific question. We communicate a lot. I text Jewel a lot through the day and there she's got another job. She's also a single mom. So she's very busy, but I, uh, we keep in contact. There's been subjects where she's like, can we bag this? And we bag it. And there's some shit. Can we do this? And we do it. she, Puts in the homework there. She does the research and we get together on tons of projects. Her drive is the local Philly music scene. And she is just such an amazing student of that game. And she brings us amazing artists. So when you talk about bringing in a co-host, it's great to have somebody. I'm going to lay it out. It's great to have somebody attractive or or easy on the eyes, or it's great to have somebody that's funny or somebody that's quirky, but you also have to have somebody who loves it and is as dedicated to it as you are, which Jewel is. Me and Jewel, and I always said 50-50 all the way, we shake hands at the end of it, you know, we've become like family. And I mean that truly. Um, We do have a uh, a backup co-host, Tiffany Mosher, who's awesome also. And again, it's about their desire to be there, their dedication to it. And I lucked out because Jewel's tremendous.
0: Yeah, yeah, you did. She's awesome. So Thank real you. quick, I want everybody to know what's behind you, your
1: backdrop. So these are uh, Funko pop, Funko Pops, <laughs> which uh, I've been doing <laughs> for a few years. They're basically all types of genre from musicians to movie characters to pop culture to even something like I've got blueberry from the blueberry cereal so it's 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 just everything that are classic iconic uh, entertainment pieces i've got about 150 of them and i just enjoy it something uh, i find fun it, it kills the time keeps me out of trouble as the missus would say you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> So also I remember uh, bits and pieces of what we talked about last time. It was so good. And I know, and I can't wait to talk about it some more because I was kind of thinking about it too. And I was like, man, there's a few questions. I wish I would have asked. So I'm actually really glad we're doing this the second time, which is the first time for everybody. (laughs) But you also said you're starting um, with a couple of partners, a
1: business um, brewery, right? Yeah, it's going to be a brewery, a beer business tap room. I kind of, Cheaply snuck some in the background to kind of promote it, and today, nice. while we're recording, now I'm not sure when this airs, but today is National Beer Day, so I've got you know a, a glass of our faithful <laughs> beer here. <laughs> yeah, nice. we've been in the business for a couple of years. A lot of the uh, local Pennsylvania bars have taken to it; they've loved it. It's got a great following. It's called Loso Brewing Company, L O S O, which stands for Lower Southampton, which is the township mm. we're going to be working out of. At last check, come probably September, October, we're going to have a big uh, 9,500 square foot structure, which I named bar for tap room. We're going to have indoor cornhole and video games and contests. And there's even whispers about even putting in a Yo Show sound booth and doing a show from there and bringing in our live bands to play on our stage, have a little interview and, and have their people come and just build one giant community.
0: Yeah, that's something I remember us talking about. And I was like, dang, that sounds so exciting. <laughs> I love the, the creativeness that you and your partners have developed. Let me take a look at those beers here. Put them in the, the video. I want to see. Now, these are the ones that you create at your
1: brewery? Uh, we, at the moment, are still uh, what is known as contracts. So we make it on a base scale and another company makes it on a broad scale. That's mm-hmm. why come October, when we open the doors, we're going to be making everything in-house 100%. Um, but the one here, if I can get it up there, this is a beer known as the hazy dragon. You see like a red dragon. Oh, that's flames. cool. Thank you. So it's a, um, what is known as a new England IPA. So it's kind of a, uh, East coast, uh, IPA beer. It's got a hops in it Some sweet citrus flavor. It's our very popular. It's our most popular beer. It's selling like crazy. And we're very proud of that. And the other one is more of a, um, Fall one is known as a spiced ale. It's called Brownsville Bonfire Ale. You got to see that little bit there.
0: Yeah, the art on that's you. really cool.
1: Thank you. We sneak cheap little things in. Like, if you look over here, there's a picture of my dog. That little fellow right there is my dog. So we sneak <laughs> we sneak up the each of us into the cans, and my dog became one of the, the little pieces. The Ark is great. Uh, we have an artist out of Pittsburgh, and we say, look, here's what we want. Uh, we want some dude sitting by a bonfire drinking some beer with the dog, and the next thing you know, without even sketching, she's like, "How's this?" And she's just always done such amazing work. Uh, if you want to check out more, it is www.loso brewing company one long word loso brewing and you can find out our beers, uh, our beginning story. Uh, if you're ever in PA, where you can find out the streets. So until October when we open our own spot.
0: That is so cool. So what's really interesting is uh, I've been listening to a lot of, you know, um, business podcasts, entrepreneur podcasts. And, you know, these are things that I was thinking about when I was, you know, when you were coming back on and I was thinking, gosh, that entrepreneur spirit in you, you know, and I see your, your art on your beer can, for me as an author, I remember when I got, you know, I had the vision, I put it on my book cover and then here it is in my hand. Like how, was it like the same feeling as having like, you know, this idea of birthing a baby sort of like, this is in your
1: hand now? 110%, uh, we're, uh, like I said there's four of us all together. And um, my long time good buddy CJ does the brewing and he's a mastermind, the recipes are his and he creates these awesome beers and uh, there's me i'm more of the salesman the mouth the promotion guy we have two guys that are uh, construction and and behind the scenes with that but we all have a business knowledge as well but everybody's got their own little piece and you're thinking okay it's neat we all got a little something but when we got a shipment of these and i was gonna hold one in my hand and crack it open and pour it into a glass and drink it it's like this it's undescribable. like it's, it's like birthing a baby it's like it's your blood sweat and tears Mm-hmm. which is cool. and then when your friends reach out say hey i need to buy some and you go to a little bar to see people sitting there drinking it and bars are blowing my phone up like hey i need more i need more i need more it the feeling is incredible and as you know it's kind of like views on on your pockets i know when i see people view like i see 2,000 views i'm like wow like people just people like me <laughs> it's a great feeling <laughs>
0: it is a great feeling. And you mentioned the blood, sweat and tears. And, you know, I know we joked around a lot last time, but I mean, really, like, I think about my day to day, you know, to-do lists and my day-to-day projects, and I'm like, nobody really gets to see behind the scenes, you know, and I don't really talk about it as much. I'm more hype up what I'm doing because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're, you're everything, you're playing all parts, even though you're doing the sales, you're also like masterminding, you're also helping with the people who are helping in the behind the scenes, you know, building your friends up when they're feeling like I'm overwhelmed and you play really all parts, right?
1: Yeah, yesterday as a matter of fact, I packed my car up and I drove an hour up north to drop stuff off and and meet some of the great people and then an hour back to my home base and an hour out the other way to deliver more. But it yeah, it seemed like a six hour day and you know but and honestly in honest in all honesty, Helen, sorry, I goofed it up a little bit. (laughs) Six hours on the road, shaking hands, making people smile, meeting them and presenting yourself Mm. beats beats even an hour working a hard grind for somebody else. It's incredible. It's a great feeling. And as we discussed, he said last time we joked around a lot. That's me. If I can't joke around, I'm dead. You know, I'm going to be an eternal. But as you see from this, my wife made a funny post yesterday on Facebook because I said something about I posted a picture of us from 10 years ago when we first met. And I said, when we were little, and she's like, little, look at this guy. She posts all these and my giant Star Wars (laughs) Like, Look at this little kid. I would be an eternal little kid because it just makes me happy.
0: Yeah. I'm a big jokester too. I think that's why we get along so well. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: I love it. And like I said, last time we pretty much stopped with the smiles and the laughs again here. And when you're on our show, that's what I love to do. I like being funny. And amusing people. And, but not like clown funny. Just like everything's upbeat, man. There's Yeah. We're on earth. We're on the right side of the grass. We all get an opportunity every day to do new things and talk mm. to new people and say new things. So why not? We can't be there.
0: Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. Uh, I don't know why it came to me, but I used to play house a lot when I was a kid or I used to play like I was, you know, with your friends in the street, like, okay, look, I'm going to be this person and you're going to be that person. We were always playing adults some way, right? And now that we're older, I, I don't know why, but sometimes I still get those flashbacks of like, am I still playing adult? Have I grown up? (laughs) Am I just playing adult, but now I'm making money and that's really the only difference? Like making money and paying bills, is that the difference now? You know what I mean?
1: It's so weird. It might be. And, uh, you know, me and my wife always said, we go out and we hang out with other couples. And they're like, I watch you and you guys don't really argue and you don't really sweat. We do in the household and there's some stress sometimes. But at the end of the day, we always say like, there's not enough time in a day to argue. There's nothing that can't be talked out. And we try to limit the stress. And I tell you what, knock on wood, it works out really good.
0: Yeah. How long have you and your wife been together?
1: We've been together, like I said, close to 10 years. We've been married for th- three. <laughs> Can I edit that? <laughs> 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 years. Um, and I said all, all along, like, there was never a rush. She's um, 11 years younger than me. So she's a little bit mm. under. In life, but there was never a rush of oh, put a ring on me or what are we doing here. It was always yeah. compromise. We always had a system in place. In the beginning, like I said, she was going to college and working as a waitress, and and I was bringing home like the the big money and supplying the bills. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of turned. have got a terrific job. Uh, everything's a fifty fifty partnership in life. That's Kate. It's got to be partnership. There's times where she's like, uh, want to go kayaking," and I'm like, "Sure, I'll go kayaking." <laughs> <laughs> and I know sometimes I'm like, oh, you want to go down to the Phillies game, get tickets? He's like, sure, I'd love to go to the Phillies game with you. So, you know, there's always a compromise. How, like, th-
0: how much do you think it's important that a spouse supports you in your business endeavors? Because I know that there's some... I, I'm a part of a lot of entrepreneur groups and I can. there's a lot of women in there who say, you know, my spouse doesn't support me. How do I get them to support me? I mean, do you feel like that's, you know, did she always support you or did you guys have a little bit of
1: a... Uh, you know crossroads with that we had um never a crossroad but you know you get those rifts that turn into discussions but that's great because it shows me that she cares and i hate to put anybody Mm -hmm. on the spot that watches or listens or friends of yours or friends of mine i hate to put anybody on the spot but if you don't have 100 percent belief in your spouse or the dedication to your spouse that's an issue because i believe in her all the way she keeps saying oh i get this promotion should i take this job or I got this offer, and I don't know if I want to take it. I support all our decisions, and she does mine. She's excited about the brewery. She talks about it when she doesn't think I'm listening, like on the phone with her family. It's like, yeah, oh, the brewery's so good. The beer's so good, and I love that. And Even the show, like sometimes she'll stick her face right on the corner of my show and come on talking, and, and so she believes in me, and I believe in her. That, that's important. It really is.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. So with your show, what, who, who's been your most memorable, memorable guest?
1: That, that's a great question. I know we... Besides me. Well, <laughs> uh, there goes my answer. Next question. Now, <laughs> I do really enjoy having uh, fellow podcasters on. I've had you on. I had uh, the wonderful Maria Daniels. Uh, Tina Marie Trimpert's been on. And it's great because podcasters kind of get the gist of it. They know how it's going to be approached. They know when to talk. They keep talking, which is great. So that is big for me. We had autistic yeah, out. Awesome. Well, um, I'm gonna say three guests to stick out in my mind, and I, I feel bad to leave anybody out. Um, <laughs> Steve, Steve Howey, who's on Shameless, he plays Big Kev in Shameless, the bartender. So cool because every weekend and I laugh watching his arrogance. He comes on and he's so cool and so generous and just great things to say. That was great. Uh, Brianna Dale, who is a an Instagram influencer, if you will, she's a model. Uh, got The biggest listeners we had over 10,000 people tune in. We got her to do shots with us. We all got, yeah, we all got a little tipsy and got a little carried away, <laughs> but it was that's great awesome. Fun. That was great fun though. And my third one has to be, um, really getting into podcasting. You always look back to the people you loved as a kid. One of my favorite actresses was always Nancy valen uh, she's been on Baywatch, she was in, um. She appeared on Saved by the Bell and just so many episodes of different programs. And when I got her on, it was like the first thing I remember from growing up and watching movies. I was just in awe. And I still have had. I've had her on twice. She's sweet as can be and always considerate to the show. So I love that.
0: Oh, man, that's so cool. And so who's your next podcast guest coming up?
1: So uh, actually, we run. Uh, I know we're airing. I know we're recording today, so we air tonight, uh, which would be Wednesday night. Tonight, we have an amazing woman on. It's a local artist named Sharon Leah, L-I-A. But the reason it makes it so great, Helen, she's got a program called Ladies Who Rock for a Cause. So Mm -hmm. every year, they concert a female artist. Um, This year, I think they have this, and they put on, this year, it's going to be virtual, of course, because of COVID, but they put on a show charity. All these amazing female artists. I'm a very big supporter of female artists. I love it. I think, you know, they talk about the equality. I believe in it because women um, tend to be more passionate about their art, which I love. And some of these female artists are terrific. So she's going to come on uh, the show and talk about that. And then next week, um, April 14th, is one of our all-time best. It's a uh, pop singer, British pop singer by the name of Aaron Paul, who now lives in the States. But he's a British pop star Ah, uh, he's always so. His outfits are always great. And he designed his own clothes. He's in the fashion. He's a pop singer, and the people melt for him because he's just so energetic. And that's what we look for. We look for high energy.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so, how do you guys find your podcast guests? Do you do you like like target somebody, or do you come across them? You're, I mean. I know how we found each other through the indie podcast, but like, you know, do you find them in all sorts of places and somebody just sticks out to you? Because, you know, I know with me, myself, so many people are constantly reaching out to me and, you know, I want to, can I be a guest on your show? I want to be a guest on your show. And I've now come to the point where I'm filtering and it's like, okay, who really, everybody's great. You guys are all great. (laughs) We're not counting, he's counting anybody. It's just certain people sticks out as a fit for our show. So how do you sure. filter yours?
1: The beauty of uh, variety talk, as I always call it, is there's so many people from different ranges that it makes it a little easier. And um, we use websites to find agents and to say, hey, I, I like your star. Um, something that's been decent lately has been Instagram. And because a lot of these you know, upcoming actresses or models or singers will have an email on Instagram, just email them, say, hey, how would you like to come on? um imdb of course which is you know where all the agents go and where you find all the stars some are on facebook i've had people come out to me and say hey how about my friend my friend does this and that and like i said our co-host tiffany um she started as an author and a buddy of mine said hey this girl lives by me she's an amazing author an amazing person Have her on talked about her book. She was incredible. She became a fan of the show. Now she does backup co-hosting. So sometimes it's the people you don't really look for just pop out and and away you go. Also, um, Facebook. You will find sponsors that will pop up on your feed whether you follow them or not. And just give a listen. Like, hey, I like that music. Let's let's pursue. Olivia King. Beautiful young lady. um, Excellent singer. Fun dancer. She's a lot of fun. And her she popped up on my Facebook, like upcoming artists. And like, I liked it. I emailed her and away we went.
0: Yeah. That's really cool that you get the kind of, it's kind of like, uh, well, I had a visual. I do visuals. <laughs> it's, okay. it's like your, um, what do they call them? The gold hunters, you know, they're going out there and they're doing this with the gold and like you're yeah. getting the little nuggets of pieces of gold that people are kind of often missing. And then those are the, you know, up and coming. You're like, oh my gosh, I talked to them way back in the day, you know, first for you and Jewel having a lot of musicians and influencers on, uh, you know, and I, I think that's so neat because there's a lot of unique people that people are often missing. So that's really awesome.
1: It's very cool, especially with up and coming artists, because they, you know, they're new to the scene, or even if they've been playing for years or are still local to them, it's like, Hey, we're, we're on a talk show. Like we got asked to be on a talk show and they make such a big deal out on our social media and they come so correct on our show. And we've had artists say, you know, we were nervous. We never interviewed. We didn't know if you guys were going to hit us with crazy questions or if you were going to be short and brief, you guys were a lot of fun. We feel relaxed and that's what we like. That's the goal. Um, I'll say it now. We, we don't have to talk politics. We don't have to talk major issues. There's plenty of shows doing that. TV does that. I want you to turn on it Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. I want you to turn it on. I want you to sit and every once in a while I want you to laugh. At the end of the night at 10 o'clock or even if you just watch for a half hour and leave at the end, I want you to say, that was pretty funny. I feel good. I feel entertained. It's all amazing. Yeah, for
0: sure. I find, you know, I think about that too. I'm like, am I trying to be an interviewer? Am I trying to like, you know, really get to know this person? You know, I was like, man, like you and, and, you know, other podcasters I've had on, like, you're all like. (laughs) <laughs> i just i really like i'm like man this is an individual this is a human being like who are they what are they about what do they think jeff what do you think about when nobody's looking besides you know <laughs> but you know what i mean like it just where's the juice
1: at man <laughs> I what i think about when nobody's looking i get in the mirror and i look <laughs> at this beard and i'm like damn look at this guy i know what they're looking at <laughs> you know i know that <laughs> funny. Okay. So
0: this is, okay. You know how people say I like to, uh, I like to people watch. Yes. (laughs) I don't know why, but I never tell people that it's almost like I'll hang out with somebody and they'll say it first before I say it. Well, in fact, I won't even say it because it's just an obvious people like to people watch. Right. But then I get, I always think like, well, you told me you like to people watch. What exactly draws your first attention? Is it the shoes? Is it the pants? Like, what are you looking at? <laughs> is it the, wa- the way people walk? Because the, there's thousands of people, okay? Let's just say you're at a yes. park. Thousands of people are walking by. You tell me I like to people watch. Well, you can't see every single one person. Like, what is, what's, what is grabbing your attention versus the person next to you?
1: Okay, well, I'm going to go with a couple. The first one is going <laughs> to be, rated R, so I'll keep it clean. First of all, men look for the bounce because obviously there's women <laughs> jogging. I'm <laughs> no, you look for, a, I do look for like beauty in people. Like, what it, I mean, my wife knows. Mike does the same thing. We look for beauty in people. If you see a pretty person, you're saying that's a pretty person. And you're looking mm-hmm. to see what makes them. Or the quirky, like a guy that'll come out and like this blazer with orange flames on. And you're looking and say, hmm made him choose that shirt watch him and kind of catch his demeanor and then yeah. there's just people that keep there's people that keep to themselves and you're like mm, why like totally stoic maybe they'll be mm-hmm. listening to music or so in their own zone you're like I wonder why and you just kind of peer at him but i do love people watching people can be really yeah. two things or they can make you learn things if you know what i mean Yeah.
0: (laughs) I, I always wonder, like, I wonder if they're happy. I wonder if they're okay. So I've got this secret obsession I've had since I was a kid. Well, obviously a lot of people know about mental health today, but you know, I have a, um, an uncle I grew up with who's got schizophrenia and there was a lot of like, you know, abuse in our family. And so I always think um, and now I'm listening to true crime all the time on my road trips. Yeah. <laughs> and I never used to before, but now I am because I don't watch the news. But what's funny is I'm like, I wonder if they're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, do they have psychopathic tendencies? Are they really a narcissist? Like, what are they hiding? I don't know why my mind goes there real quick. And <laughs> it's just because it's bewildering to me, you know, that yeah. type of mentality.
1: Everybody's got a different, like, little. Personality trait, or I even say personality glitch. I, I get them. I never noticed them. It's just kind of like a maybe like a zone out thing. People again, like, yeah, sometimes we're watching you just zone out, which mm-hmm. I don't notice. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes to knowing people. Like I so said, when I found Jewel, uh, Jewel was referred to me by her. Get this right, Jewel's brother's uh, fiance is a great friend of mine, longtime friend. And I put out here looking for a female co-host, and I had a lot come up. You know, a lot of the cupcake, you know, fancy looking ones in the bikinis, and Ooh, I want be <laughs> show. And then she said, you know, this girl said to me, "Do you mind uh, talking to Jewel? Jewel is my, you know, fiance's sister. Communications degree from Penn State University. That was awesome. She interned uh, with Danny Bonaducci here in Philly, which was awesome." And but still you don't know. And I we went to this bar and I'm nervous. My wife like, what's the matter? I don't know who's coming through the door. I don't know who I'm yeah. getting. I said, This girl is somebody that's gonna be very integral to me. And when Helen, when I say like ooh, <laughs> when I say click, within a minute, what she said and what her desires were it's everything I longed for because I you know the last when I first started in this it was a New York based show I'm not really a New York guy no offense okay she, she wanted to be Philly and she wanted to do local people and we even do local business now we'll interview some local business people at the back end of our show just to get them seen and uh she said I want to do this and that and I'll research and we'll do homework and questions and I said well you realize like I don't care that was the nail in the coffin <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Working for free thing. Nailed it. And then we got a cup winner and I got her on stage to karaoke. And that's when I knew that this was my, as I call it, my platonic love. Like I love her. I love her. That. Not, not like family wise. I love her with that. She's amazing.
0: Yeah. And there's gotta be that certain, you know, fearlessness and, and courageousness that comes with somebody doing podcasting. And, yeah. uh, I try to get people on sometimes like a few of my friends and they're like, Oh, I don't know what to say. And I gotta be, I feel like I got to write everything down. And I'm just like, you know, I think, you know, that whole saying, do something that scares you every day or get out of your comfort zone. This is a perfect opportunity for that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It does, it um, does scare people.
1: Yeah. Some people love it. Like some people just absolutely desire it. We did a, um, real quick story we did an 18-hour marathon show last year for a local food drive when COVID was big a lot of people needed food and all that so we did a food we did a drive an 18-hour marathon where we had all a bunch of artists come on and sing they've um, donated money they donated gift cards they donated food and we helped out with that and during the day a buddy of mine who I used to work with here moved to South Carolina and he's uh, and he always watches the show And he's like, dude, I'm out back grilling. I'm like, I'm going to send you the link. Come on the show. He's like, what? Like, come on the show. He comes on. He's having some beers. He's grilling food. He's just chit-chatting. So Some people love the opportunity. And um, like next week, we're going to have one of the local bars, uh, Chickies and Peach, which is huge here. And they carry our beer. Um, The assistant manager is having a a charity drive. And she said, do you mind if I come on the back end of the show? Grab the charity. Talk about your beer. So, you know, some people love the opportunity. Where some people are like, oh, I gotta get on and talk? No, I no, no, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. I think the
0: beer's a great improvise for that. Like, hey, you you nervous? Have one of these losos,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I'm not lying when I tell you, Jewel and I still to this day, she'll tell you a little liquid courage goes in a long way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I've been thinking, I always do that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a wine night on my podcast. I'm going to do it. Like lat- last night was a great example. I was like, okay, I'm going to do some wine and just do a solo cast, right? Well, that didn't go the way I thought. I ended up watching Walking Dead and drinking wine and just like on the edge of my seat. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I say The Walking Dead, I, I'm restarting it because I kind of fell off. I don't know if you ever yeah, got into yeah. The Walking Dead.
1: I feel right. way off. It's like second season. I feel bad because my wife is yeah. a TV binge watching junkie and she always gets mad at me. She will get out anything. And I don't. I, I don't. Breaking Bay was the last show.
0: Breaking. See, I'm not a big binger either. In fact, that's what? I like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I do a lot of road trips, like a lot. In fact, yeah. when I started doing my podcasting this year, I was like every Tuesday. And then <laughs> um, and then you were my last one. And then I ended up just i was out of service when you're doing a lot of road tripping and i don't really stack up i don't really do a lot of pre-recording i used to but i really wanted things like fresh you know it's kind of like having like fresh sure. meat and, <laughs> and uh, Boy, so then I, I yeah,
1: fresh meat everybody
0: <laughs> fresh meat <laughs> see <it> here <laughs> but um so yeah, so I I was like, okay, I'm on the road. And there was a part of me that had a little bit of anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I'm not keeping sure. up with my podcasts. And yeah. And then I just thought, you know, it's it's all you're gonna be all right. You know, like, but did you die? You're fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I got into wondering and these true crime shows and pff, talking about a 16-hour road trip, like, hey, that <laughs> you'll finish your yeah. book, you'll finish, <laughs> you know, these these true crimes at the end you will know who did it. So <laughs>
1: I am so bad on road trip because I'm the because you, you come to that agreement, everybody's gonna take a turn driving. And I'm the guy after a half hour, like I switch!
0: Like, dude, you didn't even get the
1: car yet. Like, yeah, I'm tired. So I'm not a good driver. Wait, <laughs> hold have...
0: on, Jeff. You're cutting out for a second. You're cutting out. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. We good? Uh you're a little staticky. <laughs> yeah. I don't that know happened. what happened. Okay, think,
1: well, let me try and readjust. Myself. Okay, there yeah. we go. There we go. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> don't move. <laughs> Just. Don't <kidding>. <laughs> but um, I said, when it comes to road trips, I'm not the best partner to have because he called me to that agreement. Everybody's going to take turns driving, but I'm the guy after a half hour, I'm done driving. And like everybody's supposed yeah. to take a four hour trip, my guy drove for a half hour and finished.
0: Oh man. Yeah. My boyfriend will drive and drive and drive, but we switch when I get to the city, I'm a city driver. He's a country driver. He's a road rager. If we go in the city and he's driving, I can't have that. Cause I'm more about Zen and peace. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like the moment I see him go from like blue to red, I'm just like, let me drive, you know? And then yeah. I'm the music blaster. He's the podcast the true crimer. That's why I got into that. Like you were saying earlier, you got to kind of you know, compromise a little bit. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> I just, uh, I find it funny because she tells a lot of people, saying, you know, my husband's so calm. Like, every little bothers him. And I, I just amaze at the way he has no stress. And then 20 minutes later, for, you know, us and another couple will get in the car and I'm like, you son of a... Cut me off! <laughs> and they're like, this is the quiet, calm guy? Like, look at this guy. Like a red <laughs> so driving brings it out in people. It really does.
0: Yeah. Driving totally. You know, I always have this vision. Like I wish, and I'm not, I'm not a bad person for saying this. I just got to say, but this goes on in my head. I have this vision of like getting this egg and just throwing it at somebody and then getting flour and just doing this. But then I get like, really, I feel bad. Cause I'm like, well, what if there's yeah. kids in the car? And I'm like, dang, that was just, so, that, that's my road ragey part where I visualize doing bad things. And then I feel bad for it.
1: Yeah, I get it. My uh, one of my buddies calls me Mr. Softy because I never lay into people. He's like, lay into that guy. I'm like, no, it's okay, it'll be all right. We're oh, yeah, Did you no, we're alive. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, that's so weird that you're like road ragey, but then like in person, you're just like, meh.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, right, life goes on, and also, depend, like I said, depends on the scenery. Like, um, you talk about. Podcast and some of these people that get on and talk about these hard subjects and and they get angry but i'm here and i'm hanging out with you you got your hat on backwards you got a you got a cool baby yoda you got a big smile on your face that makes that calms me i could be having the worst day of my life and i could sit down here for an hour and talk to you and just it all goes away
0: yeah, man, for sure. I mean, you never know what's really going on behind the scenes. And when I'm talking to somebody, you know, I'll be like, hey, let's, let's just go grab a drink. You know, let's, let's hang yeah. out because, and I, I think about that a lot too, with the idea of being an entrepreneur and being a speaker and being a coach and everybody's looking at this idea of you, like you're like, you're like, oh, like you can do no wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if you knew all the things I do wrong. The the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> come see me uh, come see me some Saturday night at three o'clock in the morning after I had some drinks at the bar and Ubered over the Wawa sauce running down my face and chips <laughs> on my lap. Dogs eating chips off my leg. Yeah, go see that guy. That'll tell you. <laughs>
0: I know I'm the girl that you find, like I went to, I had a, um, a Vegas weekend with my friends and, uh, Um, I'm, I'm like the girl who starts it all. I'm like, Hey, let's do, I got the wild ideas. Let's do this, you know? And there's, everybody talks about being authentic and being genuine, being yourself. I mean, there's, you're not just one person. I mean, one personality, you're like a bunch in one person.
1: Yeah. So, Everybody should be. There's there's some people that aren't. I get it. Some people have a very uh, stoic approach, and they feel always always be thinking, which I do. I always be thinking, what kind of trouble can I get into next? And my wife's the same way. And, and I joke around how, like, we go out, and, you know, there's nights we drive, and we realize one of us has to be responsible. And she looks at me, and I look at her, and we're like, speed drinking. I'm like, you're driving <laughs> so funny. It becomes a race, you know, like, and, and you're watching each other. You try and have time and ignore but you're looking at it and like, mm, that's three for her. I'm still on one. I Can I get a couple over here, please? And you got a race. <laughs> I need some
0: shots to get ahead of this one.
1: <laughs> We're very responsible. For we, we, will, we usually stay close to home for those kind of nights. And we do definitely exercise the Uber and Lyft. That's something I'll mm-hmm. teach everybody. And even on our show, we drink and have fun, but always do it responsible. Very dangerous. So we do yes. it very responsible. Um, again, that goes with partnership. Like she's For like, sure. look, we'll get the car in the morning. It's not worth uh, the ticket, it's not worth the damage, it's not worth our lives. So, yeah, we do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. But we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I'm right there with you. Like my boyfriend's so responsible. If, and you know, I told him like, I'm a drinker. So he's so sweet. He's always like, are you going to drink? Yeah. So he drinks water and I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 scored. <laughs> I scored like, thank you. <laughs> and he's really good. And yesterday I went and had mimosas with his sister and he dropped me off mm-hmm. and picked me up. And, you know, it's, it's so important because, well, you know, I've, I had a DUI in the past. I ain't trying to get another one. You know, I know how devastating that can be. And uh, trust me, you guys, like a 50 or even a hundred dollar Uber is nothing compared to a DUI. So get that Uber it's or walk home, take the bus, whatever you gotta do. It's so true.
1: Yeah. I won't give away the secrets of being in PA. If I ever were to get a DUI, I'm out of the beer business. Just, just yeah. telling us, I would But when we have the return for tonight, she's like, oh, you do the drink and I'll be relaxed. Well, I I crack my knuckles and tell everybody to stand back and make a little display (laughs) of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's important. Yeah. It's definitely important to know. uh, It's better to know going in what the end game is going to be.
0: So let me ask you this then. There's, and I, I know I've been told this, but I just. Got to hear it from you. Somebody who's got to have a brewery uh, pretty much have it already. What they say, if you have wine, don't drink beer. If you have beer, don't drink uh, liquor. Right. Is there, is that rule? Like, is that serious? Is that a real thing? Like, don't, you know, do mix it up.
1: It's kind of the mentality of, um, and I hate to use this term. It's a street slang term, but everybody's heard it. It's don't get high on your own supply as they say. Uh, so, Kind of go like to the show there in a booth. You know, during the show, I'll have a beer or two of, of my own within a place. But you know, people that walk into your place that, hey, I'm going to get lit on my own beer or I'm going to sit this glass on liquor, you kind of take it other places. And that's kind of like an unwritten rule in the, at least in PA, it's an unwritten rule. I'll go to a restaurant, a bar, I'll go to a bar and I'll see an owner from another bar walk in. I'm like, what are you doing here? You can drink for nothing. He's like, no, no, no. You don't let your patrons see you, you know, being ridiculous. Mm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. My sister and husband owned a bar in Oregon, and uh, they—I was their bartender. <laughs> <And> they wouldn't <laughs> rarely, rarely drink at their own place. They would only come in sure. do, you know, make sure everything was good. The employees were good, and then they'd leave, and then we go somewhere else, and they would only drink there. So, yeah, I every once in a while they'd go in and drink in their own bar just to let their employees know, like. They love them. They're there. You know,
1: (laughs) I mean, it's going to be it's going to be really tough when we first turn that key and I walk in and see all our glorious beers and taps and I'll be sitting there drinking water watching everybody else have a blast. But you got to have to. You got to have some some sense in your head and sense and beer don't always go together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I believe that to be true. Fact. (laughs) Fact check right there.
1: (laughs) Yes, Are exactly. you gonna
0: record it? Are you gonna do like a video recording of like the opening? You know how they got the slow mo where you're like, you know, walking in. Are you gonna do any of that? Yeah,
1: we got some ideas. Um, my uh, partners love the fact that I have this platform. Uh, I always say it's by so Growing, even though I don't, I don't take money for it or whatever. Just it's one of the things. Hey, if we're sponsored by Loso Growing, It's great people get the name. So I'd like to have, uh, you know. Grand opening. I also like doing behind the scenes videos and all that, and posting. Wow. So I think it's really fun. it's fun. Like I said, we talk about blood, sweat, and tears. It's kind of fun to see where it all came from. When you hear things about, because you're going to squabble no matter what. Lesson mm-hmm. number one: you get the problem no matter. There's always things that are going to come up that not everybody likes. It's part of the business, and at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know you're like, hey, you know, you came up with that idea. I thought it stunk. And here it is, pretty good. So, always yeah. listen. Always open your ears and. Like I said, the end result, like my wife says, oh, what about uh, this investment? What about this idea you had that got canned?" And I said, you know what? In the end, the door opens, it'll be forgotten all about.
0: Yeah. Man, I'm so excited for you and all the endeavors, the Yo Show. And I'm looking forward to seeing the pictures, um, you know, of everything. And uh, God, I got to wrap this up, but I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you?
1: Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, again, is the, the Yo Show is the name of our program. We air live Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We usually run about 10 o'clock, myself and Joel Tatey. You can find uh, the show at www.theyoshow215.com. We air live on YouTube Live at The Yo Show. Facebook is The Stoop. Radio network, and we're also on Twitch. Uh, we're catching up with the youngsters. We're on Twitch also at the O Show. Uh-huh. Like I said, my life, but the recording stays on forever, as you know, so feel free to watch us. And uh, we take viewer comments. So if you want to watch, come on, comment, say, hey, I saw you on Helen's show, and uh, you're the second best podcast besides her. I greatly appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, man. All yeah, right. I here. am going to put all your information also in the show notes. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. And I look forward to Absolutely. seeing everything you're building. And uh, you're very much an inspiration. Say hello to Jewel. <laughs> but thanks for coming on. Yeah. Want to hear more? Uh, Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.